Hey, my name is Patience Marie, and I'm the host of Four Three Defined Podcast. I'm here to encourage you to be your authentic self in Christ's life and everything in between. Let's just go on this journey together, and let's get into the episode. Thank you for being patient with me because the podcast is a little bit late, but that's okay. I was super sick, but um, like I said, thank you for being patient with me, and we're going to get into it. So last week I had my friend Lexi on here, which was super cool. Um, I got good feedback on it, and, and also like you guys can always comment and you know just kind of let me know what you guys think about the uh, episodes and what you guys want questions you guys have and all that type of stuff so just don't be afraid to reach out and comment that type of stuff but this week um episode three I want to talk about power and authority and the reason I kind of wanted to get into it and also before I like really get into it sorry if I'm like sniffling or anything like that because like I said I'm getting over a bad cold so that is why the episodes even late so just I apologize now if you hear sniffling but the reason I wanted to do power and authority is because I've been hearing um like throughout the week I was just hearing a lot about that I I just like saw a sermon on it um the bible study that I'm in they talked about like freedom and walking in power and authority that's given to us by Christ obviously and it was something else And I honestly think there was another podcast that I heard that was talking about walking in power and authority. Either way, it was like two or three times where I remember the um, whatever I was listening to, they were talking about it. So it kind of just got me thinking, like, am I walking in my full authority in Christ? And the answer is no, because, I mean, we're not perfect. We can't always be walking in it. But it's like as Christians, I know sometimes it's like we hear God saying, like, to pray for somebody or to go tell, like, just be like, oh, God loves you, like just certain things like that. And it's like, for me, I'm not going to project it onto you. But for me, that is like, super scary and like nerve wracking to me, because I'm just not someone that's gonna walk up to you. Like if, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, can you tell me about God? Then I'd be like, yeah, for sure. But I'm not usually going to be the person that like starts a conversation about it. So um, And I know like even within my job right now, like God is really pulling a lot out of me and he's wanting me to like be more assertive and um, just be better at talking about things I'm knowledgeable about. And obviously, you know, I did the podcast for one season, but just like with my job and um, working with women, sexual assault survivors, like I have to have a lot of knowledge and we do a lot of prevent uh prevention education as well and I have to give like a two-hour presentation for that and I'm like terrified about doing that but you know if I have the knowledge it's it's best to be able to teach it because then you know that you like really have it but anyways um yeah God's like continuously like pushing me in those uncomfortable positions where I have to be in front of people and just getting out of my comfort zone which like I said I always pray about getting out of my comfort zone but I even pray it hesitantly because I know that he's going to make, you know, he's going to make a way for me to be uncomfortable and that's the only way to grow. 
So I'm like, I do want to grow. I don't want to be stagnant, but also it's like super scary, but I just have to keep saying yes to things. And, um, during the Bible study, they were talking about that. Like one of the girls gave a tip and she said to, um, say yes before your brain even processes something. So it's like saying yes to the presentation before I even like get all the details about it. Like just saying yes, because if I knew that I was going to be giving a two hour presentation, about prevention education like I don't want to do that but I know that to be better at my job I need to you know have more research have more knowledge the best way to confirm that you know something is teaching it you know so I'm teaching a training session in a month so I'm like working on the presentation and like I said I'm it's nerve-wracking but it's just putting me in an uncomfortable position and I'm gonna have to grow like and you know I won't do I, who knows how good I'll do but It'll just be like a really good learning experience for me just because I'll be able to step out of my comfort zone. So as I was studying about, you know, having authority in the Bible and things like that, I kind of got the revelation that having authority is the equivalent of having faith. And when I thought about that, I was like, okay, let's think about how Jesus walked and the story of the fig tree came into my mind of when Jesus said that, um, I don't, I'll put the, I'll put the, uh, scripture reference in here but he basically said he told the fig tree that it was gonna it wasn't gonna bear any more good fruit right and he said that and then he walked away and they went into the town and then when they came back from the town the fig tree was dead and the disciples were like oh my gosh the fig tree's dead and he's like yeah it's dead I said it was dead like he had no question about it like he just said what it was and then it was and he carried on like he wasn't surprised he wasn't surprised at all by what he said, like that it happened. And I think that um, we think that since we're not perfect, like Jesus, that we don't have we don't have like all the power, but it literally says that he leaves the Holy Spirit with us, like he's the greatest teacher, and that we're going to go on to, to do things that are even better than what he did. And it's like, I don't know, I think that we definitely like talk down on ourselves. And not that we need to give ourselves credit, but it's like we we do have a power that God has given us. And I think that we definitely like talk down on ourselves and going into that humility and having false humility as Christians of, you know, that you have a certain gift, whether it be like prayer, intercession, um, having dreams and dreams that God has given you and being able to talk to people, God talking to you about other people and you sharing those types of things. Um, evangelism, like just being like, really extroverted and really good at talking and connecting with people like those are certain gifts empathy like having a lot of empathy is just like really good gifts that God gives us and I think that when other people see it and they like call it out we're like oh no like I'm not as good as at that like blah blah and we think it's us being humble but it's like a false humility because we're literally negative negatively talking about a gift that God's given us like it's not like we're like oh, I look so good. I'm so amazing. Like I did this. I learned this. It's like, no, God gave this to you. And you know that God gave it to you, but you're like negatively talking about it. That's a, that's what like false humility is. And I sourced it. Um, so I got this from Grace Church US. The definition of humility is the personal quality of being free from arrogance and pride and having an accurate estimate of one's worth. So basically, obviously false humility, false humility is the opposite of that. And, um, having humility is like knowing your worth and biblical is just like knowing where our worth comes from through Jesus Christ. And 
like I just said, I feel like we easily like negatively talk down on ourselves and that just gives the enemy like, oh, I don't need to worry about her doing that, doing that gift because she doesn't even think she has it or she doesn't, she doesn't even think that she's that good. It's like the enemy doesn't even have to worry about us um, using that gift because we're already talking down about it. And just to be personal, I remember, um, this is weird, but I remember uh, the first lady of my church, like she was telling me, she's like, yeah, like you're a seer. Um, like you have God given dreams and some of those you're supposed to share with people. Some of them they're for you, all that type of stuff. And I remember that I was like going, you know, like asking God, like, okay, like, what does this mean? Like, you know, kind of just thinking, processing. And that same night I got a dream and it, it was like saying the opposite. It was like, you're not a seer. Like I remember, I won't, I guess like I was a little kid in this church and like all these other little kids were like looking at me. And I remember being like in a ball and a guy was like telling me like, he was like, you are not this. I was like in church and he was like, you are not this, you are not that. And I remember being like so small and feeling like so powerless, you know, and it was that that same night and I was just like, OK, now it was confirmed that that is true about me, because why would you know, like it was just like nothing is a coincidence. Like and even when I got when I woke up from that dream, I was like, dang, like, am I? I started questioning it. But then it was like, no, like you have this ability and the enemy was trying to persuade you to think that you didn't or persuade you to think that, you know, you're just you're just trying to be something that you're not like she lied to you that's not true and you know that type of thing so it was just like literally the the devil is the uh what's the word the author of lies and he literally just said the exact opposite of what I heard you know and what I knew in my spirit like it wasn't just something that randomly came up like she really confirmed something that I was trying to figure out in my spirit and then when I had that dream that said the exact opposite I was like okay yeah this is really confirmed so just thinking of those things that you you would know in your spirit and maybe the enemy could be trying to persuade you to think the exact opposite of yourself. Obviously, he's a liar, so he's going to say the exact opposite of what God is saying to you. You know, he's not creative. He's just flipping things. He's just perverting things. So just kind of keep that in the forefront of your mind. Okay, so you know what's hilarious is that I was just trying to record and if this has never happened before, but it just started like repeating the last word that I said. I don't even know what it was. It just sounded all jumbled up, but it was that was super weird. But who knows? That's what I'm saying. Maybe that was confirmation that I'm saying the right thing. And it was just a weird technical difficulty. But anyways, yeah, um, just having confidence in what God has given you, not an arrogance or like an ego thing, but just having like a sure confidence in what God's given you and just practicing and putting yourself out there and being uncomfortable. There's been times where I had like dreams or some, or God told me um, something about someone and I said it and I felt super uncomfortable, but they ended up telling me like, yeah, like that's exactly what happened and that's exactly what I needed. So even though it was uncomfortable and like even sometimes it they said it later on. So like I felt crazy cause they didn't say anything, but then like a late, like, a couple of days later, a week, whatever, they come back and they're like, yeah, like that was exactly what I needed to hear because blah, blah, blah. I just didn't feel like sharing it yet. Like all that type of stuff. So yeah, just don't be afraid because 
the more you do it, the it might not always feel comfortable, but you'll always get the confirmation that it's God and that you like that you were just obedient in doing it, you know. And um, I know for myself with just walking as a Christian in general, it's really good to have good um, like mentorship and just older people around you that can help you, people that know you and that you're comfortable with sharing things because I know for myself, there have been times where I was just confused, not really knowing what to do. And when I went to talk to someone and they prayed with me or I told them what was going on, like they had experience in it and they were able to like help me through and help me process it. And also like going to God with praying about things. But I mean, discipleship is real and it's something that we should as a leader, but also just like as a Christian, like you want to be under someone that has experience and someone that you can trust because, you know, just as, as younger people, we just, you just want to be around people that are more experienced, more experienced and someone that can give you the wisdom. And, um, it's just the same thing as if you're trying to, if you want to be married, like it's good to like talk to married couples, you know, and just getting wisdom from people that are already going through that or that have been through the same thing that you're trying to get to. And, um, just not being prideful or not being ashamed of just not knowing yet. I don't, I hope that that makes sense. But um, I think that sometimes we just think like, oh, I got this gift. So I have to deal with it. Like just me and God, but it's like, no, God literally put us, he wants us to be in church and he gave us a community for a reason. Like we're supposed to help each other out. And I think that that's why everyone goes through their different things because we're supposed to give back our experiences and help people. So we can either relate or we can give them, give other people wisdom so they don't have to go through the same things or that they don't feel crazy when they're going through the same thing and, and things like that. So just being okay with trying to find someone to be your mentor and to reach out because, um, what's the point of having the power and authority if you don't, if you don't know how to use it, if you don't have anyone to bounce it off of or to give you more? Cause I mean, knowledge is wisdom or no not knowledge is wisdom, knowledge is power. And um, you have to just learn how to use it. And I think it's super important. And that's something that really grew my faith and grew my relationship with God was when I was asking questions to people that were older than me. And um, like my bishop, my dad, the first lady in my church, apostle and things like that, like just asking them questions and talking to them, just having regular conversations and telling them about what you're going through so that they can pour into you and that you're able to use that for your life to to where like I said you're not feeling confused or like something's wrong it's like no like you're just going through a growing pain or you're just blah blah like they can just give you a better context of it if that makes sense but yeah just to recap like don't be afraid of the gifts that God has given you he gave it to you for a reason, like I said, not to boast, but to edify the kingdom and to make you special, to make you different. And if you're belittling yourself and talking negatively about what he's given you, it's like you're talking negatively about God. Whether you want to admit that or not, it's true. And, and um, there's ways to help you with, with with whatever gift that you have, just not belittling it and just being uncomfortable with using it because not that it's going to go away but 
you just want to be able to say that you did everything and you used all the tools because God's given us so many ways and so many avenues and tools like we just want to be able to use them because like I said we're supposed to be here to edify his kingdom we're supposed to be here to to um attract people to him through through what we're doing and through our confidence in him and being able to share the gospel and share things that he shares with us is just a beautiful way to do that you know so yeah walk in your confidence and walk in your power and it'll be uncomfortable at first but just trust me just try it out okay so yeah I pray that you received something positive from this episode. I definitely did. Please share, like, and rate because it makes such a big difference to get you guys' feedback. Feel free to leave a comment if you feel led to on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at for the underscore redefined. F-O-R-T-H-E underscore R-E-D-E-F-I-N-E. Deep. I would greatly appreciate it. For the Redefined is on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts every Thursday. Thanks for listening. Bye.